Chapman's moratorium on the sale of rhino horn continued in the High Court in Pretoria today. John Hume and Johan Kruger are challenging the government's legislation and moratorium barring trading in rhino horn. Hume owned over a thousand rhino on his farm. Meanwhile, advocate David Unterhalter was replaced by Isabel Goodman as the lawyer standing in for the Ministry of Environmental Affairs. Goodman, in her heads of argument, told the court that the moratorium is in line with international law that prevents private rhino horn trade and sale. Now, for more on this case, we join on the line by Isaac Detoy, the lawyer representing John Hume. Uh, Mr. Detoy, a very good afternoon to you and welcome. Hi, Alvis. Good afternoon. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, firstly, tell us what happened in court today. Well, Alvis, today the matter was wrapped up. It started yesterday. Uh, the matter was mostly uh, uh, made up of arguments by the various advocates, and um, the arguments were concluded today. And, and now we await a judgment from the, the full bench of judges, which we probably expect in about two to three weeks, maybe four weeks at the most. How do you feel about your chances of winning this case? Well, cautiously optimistic, Elvis. Um, I believe the, the ultimate goal of letting the judges see that uh, the, the ban on the, the trade in rhino on was not to the benefit of rhinos. I think uh, we are confident that that message came through clearly. And uh, uh, we will see. We'll see what the judges say. But we are we are quite confident. Why did it take your client so long to challenge government's decision on on the wholesale of rhino horn? Well, Albert, my client has adopted a, an approach over the years to cooperate with government as far as possible. And uh, my client has always viewed a court challenge as the last resort. Um, during the during the past four or five years. My client has been uh, involved in various discussions and workshops and forums with government, and we have been trying to explain to them the detrimental effects of uh, the moratorium. And unfortunately, uh, after several years and as a result of the horrific escalation in poaching, uh, my client felt that he simply had no further option Mm. but to approach the courts. What are some of these detrimental effects that you're talking about? Well, if you look at the statistics of rhino poaching in South Africa, which is a, a widely published uh, a stat, um, the, the moratorium was introduced in 2009, uh, but it was, it was widely talked about in 2008. Uh, prior to that, when, when a, a legal trade in rhino horn was, was allowed in South Africa, the poaching numbers were less than 50 per year. Uh, since 2008, 2009, um, as as we all know, and as the listeners all know, I'm sure, um, the, the poaching figures have escalated horrifically. And our opinion is simply it is because there is a massive demand for rhino horn, and people were buying rhino horn. Uh, when the moratorium was introduced, that simply became impossible. So the, the, the people who wanted rhino horn were forced to start dealing with the poachers, and, and that resulted in a huge spike. Now, what will happen if the court rules in favour of the Department of Environmental Affairs? Well, that, uh, uh, as I've said, um, uh, in, in, our, in our respectful opinion is highly unlikely, but, but if they do, I believe they, they would have made, a, 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 and with respect to the judges, they would have made an error in judgment, and I believe it is very likely that uh, my client will decide to, to then approach the appellate division to try and overturn that decision. 
Is it then your view that rhino poaching will decrease if it is if rhino if the rhino if the if the sale of rhino horn is allowed? Elvis, that's a very difficult question. Um, it is it is not entirely uh, accurate, or, or it's not possible to entirely accurately say that the poaching will definitely decrease. What we can say is, if the if the legal trade is allowed, then at least the 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 end consumers, the people who want the rhino horn, will have a legal option to purchase it rather than to deal with poachers. So we do believe it will have an effect. Um, I'm not sure. I can't say that it will completely eradicate poaching, but we certainly believe that it will have a dramatic effect on lowering the number of poachings, yes. Isaac, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, that was Isaac de Toy, the lawyer representing John Hume, who was taking government to court over the issues of um, Rhino Horn. They want that moratorium to be lifted. Uh, and, of course, as uh, he indicated, they can't say that it will eliminate rhino poaching, but at least the rhino horn will be available. That brings the time now to 1659. Let me take a quick look at some of your temperatures. Pretoria, 1633, Johannesburg, 1631, Mbombella, 1732, Middleburg, 1130.